This is the fourth wheel. This wheel is uh, the spirit of faith, the fourth wheel. Talking about tires, my son, uh, who was up here, Ivan, like his car, I noticed his car and I thought, that wheel, buddy, that wheel is flat. That wheel, look at it, it looks bored like, you know, the expert that I am. I'm, I'm like, look at, look, at the, look at that tire. You know, three other tires, they all look good. But that tire, you better get it sorted out. So he goes and he has to get a new tire for that. I'm thinking, oh man, I'm a genius. I'm just good spotting, Teresa, like, you're so good. I take my car for a service. They call me. They go, Teresa, you need four new tires <laughs> because they are illegal at the moment. You are nearly on your rims. I mean, what happened with that? Looking at his tires, I saw it, but I wasn't looking at my own tires. We need to check our tires. These, these four wheels, we need to check ourselves. It's great to look at other people's like, oh yeah, like, it'd be great if you were a little bit more generous over here. Oh yeah, it'd be great if you had a right mindset. Well, let's just concentrate on our tires today, right? Yeah, we will do that. We'll do that. So I encourage you, if you haven't heard Pastor John's previous preaching uh, for the other messages on uh, right mindset, wise stewardship and generosity, please listen to them. They're on our podcast. So when I first started following God, I would think that my four tires were probably on the rim. I really needed help in every area of my finances. So if you're here today and that's you, don't worry, like this is gonna help you. It is, it is, there, there is hope. There is hope in Jesus. And, and that's just, it. if you're here and you don't even have a relationship with God, it's just relax. Like a little bit later, I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do that as well. So in Hebrews 11.6, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. You must believe that God exists that he is. And you must believe that he's a rewarder. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him, who chase after him, who look for him. So my very first point with uh, having faith for finances is faith prays diligently. Faith prays diligently. Faith is the currency, is the currency of heaven. It's the X factor that moves God. Many times Jesus, he did miracles in direct response to a person's level of faith. Jesus encountered two blind men who cried out to him for mercy. And in Matthew 9, 29, he said, he touched his eyes and said, because of your faith, it will happen. And their eyes opened. Because of their faith, it will happen. The miracles Jesus did had a common thread. Someone had faith that triggered Jesus to act. It was a different experience, though, in his hometown. In Nazareth, in his hometown, it says that, um, yeah, he didn't have that experience. In Mark 6, 5, it says, because of their unbelief, he, could, he couldn't do any miracle, miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. I mean, we're talking about Jesus. This is Jesus, the Son of God. He's going around, he's healing the sick. He's raising the dead. He's doing those things, but when he visits his own hometown, he couldn't do any miracles. Isn't that nuts? It's not because he chose not to. You know, I was thinking, you know, maybe some of them, 
maybe some of them did bully him and they thought, he thought, no way, I'm not healing you. Or maybe someone didn't pray, like, like pay him properly when he was a carpenter. Thought, no, 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 he didn't think that. That's not Jesus. That's, that, that was just my thinking. That is not Jesus. Jesus is not like that. So the, the, the problem was their unbelief, their lack of faith. That's why I couldn't do any miracles. So in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is an inner confidence in God and his ability to do what he says he's going to do. It's a substance that we have on the inside, believing that what we're asking for is already done. Not happening, but already done. Faith is that substance. We, we don't just like believe it's going to happen, we can see it, that is already done. There are moments as we read the Bible, it might be as you hear preaching, it might be in a dream, or it might be as you pray, where something just grabs a hold of you, the Word of God grabs a hold of you. Sometimes it's like God's highlighter while you're reading the Bible, and He's like highlights a, a passage to you, or something just jumps into your spirit, the Word of God jumps in, or you just know that something is going on, and it's called a rhema word from God. And when you get that rhema word, it brings with it a deposit of faith. 14 years ago, I had a dream. Uh, I saw myself with massive thick chains around my neck. They were choking me. And I knew it was debt because there was a word across them that said debt. God wanted to make sure I got it right. Whoa, yeah, I was a prisoner of debt. I, and I knew that I had to be free of debt to live the life that God wanted for me. I also got a scripture in Romans 13, 8. Owe no one anything except to love one another. Owe no one anything except to love one another. And it might seem like a bit of a nightmare, but it wasn't. I woke up with faith because it was a rhema word from God because I knew I had hope and expectation that one day, I was going to be free from debt, and God was going to help me. He was going to help me with that. He was going to help me to get rid of those. I mean, I had thousands, 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 not 1,000, like thousands, like, like six figures debt, <laughs> like six times six figures. Anyway, a lot of debt. You're getting the picture, right? I had a lot of debt. Some of it were like, they were mortgages. I had investment properties. I had a car loan. I had a credit card debt. I had like store debt, lots of, you know, you name it. I did really had a lot of debt. <laughs> so I needed to develop my faith. God had given me that rhema word. I needed to develop my faith. How was I going to develop my faith? I was doing like prayer meetings. Number one. Prayer meetings are one of the best things to develop your faith. If you need, get around other people, corporate prayer. When you get around other people, it gets a spirit of faith, a spirit of prayer on you. Prayer meetings, like we have a prayer meeting once a month, the first Wednesday of every month, which Pastor John leads. So you can come and get amongst people with the spirit of faith and spirit of prayer. And it just brings, we have also uh, Pathfinder's Prayer. Finance prayer, which it used to be called back in the day, quite a few years ago, Pastor John started once a month to have prayer for finances. 
So I attended every one of those, unless I was on holiday. I went every, because I needed to develop my faith, especially around the area of finances. We can pray for healing for, oh, we're sick or whatever, like lots of things, but sometimes we forget to pray for our finances. So we need to do that. I listened to great teaching. Pastor John's series on the financial wheels of blessing were on CDs. I had them in my car. I listened to them, each one. Yeah, that's right, CDs, if you know what they are. (laughs) These little discs. Anyway, so, but I, there were four of them. I went through one after the other in my car for years, for years. I've listened to every one of those, a minimum of, 50 times, probably closer to 100, because I needed to get faith on the inside of me. I needed to get faith for finances. I needed to get faith that I was going to clear my debt. I had a rhema word, but I needed to develop in my faith. So that's what can help you to do that. Uh, the, the good story with that is I cleared all of my personal debt. And those chains fell off me. A few years later on, I paid my house out in Jesus' name and had zero debt. I do actually have debt at the moment, but that's for an investment that I've... So, so I, any money that I uh, lend now is only for making money. That's the only reason. But I'm free. I'm free from that. But it came out of faith in God. Because sometimes it's not just having faith. We do... That's why we have those other three wheels. You know, I was, a lot of things, I was in the management zone. I had to you know, stop overspending, stop spending more than I earned. I had to, uh, you know, not expect God to get me out of a mess that I got myself into because of my own lack of wisdom and wise stewardship. So it's just taking responsibility. And yeah, it didn't happen overnight. It took time. It took prayer. It took reading. It took studying. It took, you know, tidying everything around my finances up. But God is faithful to his word. And it happened. Yeah. So in Hebrews 11.3, it says, By faith we see the world called into existence by God's word. What we see created uh, by what we don't see. So what we see created by what we don't see. In Genesis 1.3, it says, Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Let there be guitars. No, he didn't say that. But let there be light, and there was light. God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke them into being. Isn't that amazing? Like our words are not just about communication. They are for creating. Our words are used for creating. In Romans 10, 17, it says, Faith comes uh, by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Speaking God's promises aloud it produces faith in our hearts. It melts doubts and anxieties. That uh, you know, and we get that inner confidence based not on any change in our circumstances, but on what God has said. So I, like, even now, what I do. Oh, where is it? My goals. These are my goals. I didn't want to put them up on the screen because I don't want you to know my goals. <laughs> yeah, but they're my goals and they've got circles. They're circles because that they have a got, like it's from uh, the Circle Maker. You might have heard that's a book by Mark Batterson, which has really helped me in my prayer. So I pray in circles, but in my circles, I have what I'm praying for. This is my finance circle down the bottom here. So some of my things on there is that I... Um, 
that I pay the amount that I've pledged to God for vision builders. That's on my goals. I see that all the time. I see Dave Crudder, amen to that. And lots of things. I pray over my investments. I pray over anything that I'm expecting. But I also leave open to God to hear from him what he might say to me. Because down the bottom of my finance um, circle, hey, online, you can't see that either. Don't you bring the cameras in? <laughs> so it, it's got the scriptures that I pray. Like It's got the reference of the scriptures. So 3 John 2, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and in health, even as your soul prospers. So I might be saying, like, God, you know, I just see that. But Lord, you want me to prosper in all things and in health, even as my soul. I make it personal. Another one on there is Psalm 115, 14, which is the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Lord, you're going to increase me more and more, me and my children. So I pray all the time for my kids finances as well. How's that going? Good? Yeah, awesome, mate. Like, but that's what it because I that, that's prayer. So in everything I'm reading through, as I'm going through praying for that thing, I'm saying one of those scriptures. The other one um, is, yeah, that God delights in my prosperity. He does. And also, as I delight in him, he shall give me the desires of my heart. When I commit my ways to him, I trust in him also, he will bring it to pass. So these are all scriptures that I've learned about my finances. I've got different scriptures for different circles. But what happens when you speak the word of God and you pray daily, it just, it will change your finances forever. I'm only telling you this because it's changed mine forever, really. In the position I was in, I never ever... It was a way of life for me. I thought that's the way I was always going to be. I was always going to have debt because that's normal, isn't it? Everybody's got debt. I didn't believe that I could have a life without debt. But God, he believes in prosperity, that you will prosper in all things and in health, even as your soul prospers. So it's just uh, incredible like that. Yes, it is. So that's goal. So on... I, so. Part of your prayer every day, and even if you don't pray every day now, doesn't matter. You can start to you can start today. Even if you spent honestly five minutes praying, and in, in that include praying for your finances. If you've in a lot of debt, if you feel chained, if you feel squashed in your finances, or you're trying to get a financial breakthrough in your business, or whatever it is. You be, should be spending a bit more than that, a bit more time than that. You've got to think about how bad do you want it because it will increase your faith as you pray. So pray daily. So that's, that, that's my first point. That was a big point, right? But I've only got two. <laughs> so faith prays diligently. Yes, it does. So I want you to think about, like, yeah, pray daily for your prayer. Second, number two is faith perseveres. Yeah, that's right. Faith is persistent, right? In Hebrews 6.12, it says, Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. (laughs) Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. We can have faith, but just like those tires, faith leaks. This is why we need to pray daily. Faith leaks. You, You can feel full of faith. Today, I'm like full of faith. Tomorrow I might not be. Faith leaks. But I'll continue to pour in, you know, get those tires pumped up by persevering. 
So we need to activate our faith. Just keep going. Sometimes God is waiting for us to make the next move to demonstrate our faith. Jesus tells a man with a withered hand to stretch it out. And as the man stretches it out and obeys him, he is healed. That's in Mark. Jesus sends a man who is blind to wash off mud from his eyes in a pool. And he does this. And as he does that, he is healed. Sometimes we need to actually take the step of faith. So think about it. I want you to think about your situation. Like what step of faith do you need to take? Maybe if it is, if you were buying a house, maybe it is, you know, getting a picture of houses or maybe it is look, getting a, a photo of a kitchen, how you'd like your kitchen to be or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, maybe if you're trying to sell a house, there's been times when I've needed to sell a house financially for a breakthrough. And I have got a picture. Have we got the picture here available? So that picture there, I just got a picture of the house I wanted to sell and I just put across the top of it, sold in the name of Jesus. I stuck that photo on the fridge and I'm like, every time I went past, I'm like, that house is sold in the name of Jesus. And it was in a time where nothing was selling. Nothing. <laughs> but I'm like, it's sold. I'm thinking, do you know what? I don't live in the economy here on it. I live in God's economy. I live in God's economy. He is his riches. So I would go, sold in Jesus' name, sold in Jesus' name. That house is sold in Jesus' name. That house is sold in Jesus' name. You can take that down there. But it's just, it's that step of faith, that step of faith. And I would see that picture in my head. And even throughout the day, I'll go, sold in Jesus' name. It's sold in Jesus' I mean, it's sold. I believed it. And of course, it was sold. Because that's how it works. When you have faith and you build your faith, it works. Uh, sometimes your faith is tested. Oh, that's not exciting, is it? <laughs> and I'm sure all of you, have, most of you have had your uh, faith tested at some time in different areas, but sometimes your financial uh, faith is tested. And we can receive promises from God, and sometimes they've got a divine timeline attached. The Greek word for a divine timeline uh, is kairos which means an appointed time. So when a woman gets pregnant for a baby, we don't pray that that baby's gonna be born in three months, do we? No, we don't. We pray that it'll be full term, that it'll be healthy, it'll be smart, it'll be pretty, all those things, that's what we pray. But we don't try and pray for it earlier. We, we're, not, we're not praying for that. And so sometimes what our, whatever it is that we're believing for, it's not the right time right now. I know. it's so frustrating because I like things like right now but God has taught me over time to trust his time because his time is always perfect so in every faith journey delay is not denial just hang in there your breakthrough's coming in God's perfect timing sometimes there's kingdom reversals that's what we call when God promises you, you one thing and the opposite begins to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, I see giggles going on because they've experienced this. Uh, it's called kingdom reversal. Like God might promise that you will own your own house and then you're asked to leave your rental. God promises financial blessing and provision and in that same week, your car, your washing machine, your fridge all break down. He promises you an increase in your income and your work hours are cut. Don't be discouraged. This may be the first indicator that you're on the right track. Faith is like a muscle. It's used against resistance. 
to be developed. I mean, in a gym, you know, if you just sat there, your muscles aren't going to get any bigger. You need to actually go against resistance, the hot, you know, more and more and more. And that's what your faith is. That, that test and that resistance actually helps you grow stronger. I heard, uh, this is before I started working at church here, I heard God, and this is in my whole journey of getting out of debt, I felt God say to me one day that he was going to increase my income. The Lord shall increase me more and more me and my children. So I get that scripture. I'm praying that, yeah, God, you're going to increase me. You're going to, oh, there's a promotion coming up at work, the, the job that I was at. I thought, oh, man, I'm applying for that. I was actually already acting in that position. I was acting in that position, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to get this. The head of department says to me, Teresa, if you don't get that position, I'll eat my hat. I didn't get it. I should have made them eat their flipping hat, right? Like, because <laughs> I didn't get it. And I'm going to tell you, I was so disappointed. You know, when you're believing and you're believing and you're believing and you're believing and you're believing and, and you think, oh, it's all happening. It's all happening. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get my increased income. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm getting that promotion. Woo. I'm going to make more money. Yeah, and then it doesn't happen. That is not exciting. I was devastated. I was so disappointed. I'm thinking, what? I'm supposed to get increased income. What is going on? Now, this is a very important time when what you turn to is so important. You need to turn to God. You need to turn to God. I could have spat the dummy because I wasn't feeling great. I could have just given up. But I just like, you know, picked myself up after like good cry because I was pretty upset. <laughs> picked myself up, dusted myself off. And I thought, right, I'm going to move on. I'm going to pray. Like God gave me that word. I mean, did he give me that word or not? Yes, he did. You know, you got to think, did God give me that word? Yes, he did. Is he a liar? No, he is not. It says in the Bible, God is not a liar. No, he is not. So I'm thinking, well, I'm going to believe it. I'm going to push in. At work in a practical sense, I worked harder. I increased my skill. And I really, I thought, gosh, I, I, maybe I kind of took it for granted I was going to get it. Maybe I didn't try as hard as I should have. So I really did. I just, I thought, I'm going to just get into it. A month later, a, a position came up that was higher than that position. And I thought, ah, stuff it, why not? Because <laughs> by this, I wasn't going to, I thought, I know God's going to increase my income. I'm not deterred. I am going to apply for this. I applied, I was all in. And the application process, man, I'm, thought, I'm on fire. I prayed before I went into the interview. I thought, God, they're going to love me. They're going to like me. They're going to love me. Oh, seriously? I was thinking, they're going to love me. They're going to love me. They're going to love me. <laughs> God, they're going to love me. I'm just going to walk in there and go, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Oh, this is how I pray. I just like, because God, he loves me. He loves me. I'm like, God, I'm going to walk in there and you know, I'm going to be so annoyed. They're just going to go, what is it with her? Like, she's amazing. We just need her. Like, all this. I know it's crazy, right? I'm, I'm telling you all my secrets, but this is what happened. So, so, but I've got to tell you, I built myself up so much. I walked in there. I felt like saying, I felt like even saying, you love me, don't you? <laughs> because, because I was so confident. I was so confident that they were going to love me. And, of course, I got that job. I got that job. Isn't that amazing? And it was way more money than the previous job that I applied for. Do you see Kairos, an appointed time? the right job. If I'd got that job, I wouldn't have applied for that next one. I wouldn't have because I was happy. I would have been happy because my, my income was already increased. I would have thought that was God. No, that was God. Woo! Isn't it good to have 
faith. I mean, it's great when it happens, but in the process, in the journey, it is hard because you can't see it. And God gave me a picture years ago and he showed me a wall next to me. And he said, faith, this is faith. He goes, it's putting your hand through the wall. You don't know what's there, but it's believing it's there because eventually you're going to grab a hold of the promises of God. So I believe that. So even when I'm praying, I know that even if I can't see it in the natural, I know that if it's from God and I lean in, I diligently seek him in prayer and I persevere, it is going to happen. It is going to happen for real. (sighs) So if you're feeling challenged uh, about your finances, about the, the wheel, the spirit of faith wheel, you know, no matter how dark, uh, things may seem. I mean, I've been through some very dark financial times, and I'm sure many of you have. No matter how dark, you can make a significant shift if you determine to pray diligently, to seek God diligently. He is a rewarder of those who seek Him. To make a commitment to pray daily to, for specific breakthroughs, to declare His promises consistently and persistently, and watch God work through your prophetic declarations. He is good. He's so good. That's, that's, these are out of Pastor John's book. Faith prays diligently. Faith perseveres. So I would love to pray for you. If you just close your eyes, I want to pray for you. If you're believing for financial breakthrough, if you're believing to uh, be debt free, if you're believing to push through to the next ceiling, like push, break a ceiling over your finances, uh, like I want to pray for you right now. So if that's you today, you need prayer for that. I just want you to lift your hands to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you see every hand raised. Oh, I thank you, Father, that you love them. I thank you like now there are ideas dropping into people's minds. In the name of Jesus, I see keys for houses dropping into people's hands. In the name of Jesus, I see debt clearing like a snowball. Like you pay one debt off and then you put that towards the next one. It's a snowball. I see debt clearing in Jesus' name. I see bank accounts growing in the name of Jesus. I see businesses flourishing in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for every person, Lord, that you are a good God. I thank you, Father, that you love your people and that they should prosper in all things and in health, even as their souls prosper. I thank you, Lord, that as they diligently seek you, Father, that you are a rewarder of those who do that. And Lord, I pray every good blessing. Father, your arm is not too short. There is no lack in you. They will lack no good thing. I think I see staffing, even people having trouble with staffing in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that you will highlight the right people, that as those people walk in, they will just love them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. God bless you.